International Affairs on the Viewpoint. on SAFM. Sounds so beautiful. International Affairs on the Viewpoint. And there it is, folks. For the first time, we are engaging in the truest sense an international diplomat, a man who has traveled the global, right? I'm talking to and about none other than the head of mission of the Taipei Liaison Office from Taiwan, a representative, Mr. Oliver Liao. Sir, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. You are the first diplomat to be in studio and engaging with me, so we cannot thank you enough for honoring our invitation. Well, thank you, Songhei. Thank you for having me. It's also my honor and pleasure to uh, be invited to this uh, wonderful uh, radio station. So my appreciation goes to the SAFM and especially to your good self for this invitation. It's really a pleasure to share uh, with you our current status of our relations with South Africa and also uh, try to share with you the nature of my jobs here and perhaps also some other endeavors that uh, our office has been uh, engaging on. Excellent. Well, well, I look forward to hearing all of that. But I think just to introduce yourself, I suppose, to the people of South Africa and just share even anecdotally your experiences in international diplomacy. I mean, you are well-traveled. South Africa is not your first posting. Just talk to us about the life of being, I wouldn't say missionary because it's going to give a religious context, but somebody who heads up missions and participates in missions of Taiwan around the world. Okay, thank you. Uh, first of all, if I may again try to introduce myself, my name is Oliver Liao. I currently serve as the head of uh, the Taiwan Mission, uh, uh, the Taipei Liaison Office to South Africa, and I'm Taiwan's representative to this great nation. I actually just landed in uh, South Africa slightly over four months ago, and um, actually I found this uh, uh, a very uh, pretty challenging, but also very interesting job. But in terms of my uh, engagement or in my involvement with Taiwan and South Africa relations, it actually dates back to almost thir- uh, three decades ago, really? 30 years ago. I have been a career diplomat in Taiwan's sworn service for uh, about three decades, and I actually started uh, as a very junior officer uh, working on the African desk uh, responsible for Taiwan-South Africa relations. So at that time, I actually, uh, in the early 1990s, I had the honor of traveling all the way from Taiwan to South Africa for the first time uh, almost th- uh, three years ago. And I had the opportunity to even meet with the then Defense Minister, Mr. Joe Modisi. I still remember Joe his Modisi. big round eyes. Wow. Um, yeah, and also I had the opportunity to travel uh, as far as uh, uh, some areas in Cape Town area. I had a wonderful tour uh, in Stellenbosch uh, vineyards. <laughs> of course really you Really beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I, I think that uh, many of my colleagues probably would envy me for having that opportunity of not only conducting some official business, but uh, on top of that, I also took the advantage of my visit to this great nation and uh, made a uh, pretty short visit to Cape Town. So I still remember uh, those beautiful landscapes. I, um, I was very lucky uh, <clears throat> being able to uh, get to the top of the Table Mountain because I heard from- On foot or by cable? 
Yeah, by 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 cable, okay. cable car. I heard from many South African friends that uh, n- not everyone's so lucky. A lot of people made several visits to Cape Town area, but failed to get to the top of the Table Mountain. But uh, on my first visit to Cape Town area, I made it uh, to the, the the top. And recently, after I <coughs> resumed. Uh, uh, assumed my current job as Taiwan's envoy to South Africa after almost three decades. Mm-hmm. I actually just recently took my family, my wife and two adult children back to Cape Town for a return visit. And I still found Cape Town as attractive and as enjoyable and uh, uh, like what I enjoy for the, uh, for the first time. And we got very lucky again. So this time around, we still went up to the top of the mountain. <laughs> Mayor Jordan Hill Lewis is yeah. loving this so part I of guess the conversation, many, no doubt. I guess many people would envy me for that. But, um, uh, well, on top of that, uh, I've been, uh, as you said, I've been traveling quite extensively. I had two tours in the United States, spending six years in the, uh, in the in Los Angeles area. And the second tour was in uh, Washington, D.C., in our uh, office in Washington, Washington, D.C., spending five and a half years in Washington, D.C. So after spending almost 12 years in the United States, I then uh, tried to choose to go on to another track. I then uh, uh, opted to uh, serve in, uh, in the Pacific area. I spent uh, four years in the Solomon Islands and then uh, almost three years in uh, Papua New, New Guinea, PNG. Mm. Maybe right some above yeah, Australia, yeah? a very interesting uh, and very diverse uh, country. And I, I enjoyed the, uh, both of those two tours. And then it was uh, late uh, last year that I got a phone call from our uh, Director General of our personnel office. She made a phone call uh, on behalf of our uh, minister asking me would I like the idea of uh, coming to uh, South Africa, such a uh, great nation. And uh, although the the news that uh, that was conveyed by our director general of our personnel office, uh, it it came as quite a surprise, but because I did not really anticipate to uh, wrap up my tenure in PNG so quickly. But it was uh, certainly a, uh, a great opportunity and also a, a challenge to myself as well uh, in terms of my career path. Uh, but South Africa is such a wonderful uh, country because, uh, well, partly because I started uh, when I was a junior staff in, the, uh, in Taiwan's Foreign Service, I started uh, getting involved with South Africa. And it, it was certainly a uh, great honor to come back uh, and, and to represent, to represent mm-hmm. our people and government in this great nation. It sounds like you are very happy about being in South Africa, and we certainly are happy I am, to I know am, and, and I'm also very excited to uh, conduct my, uh, my business, business here. Fantastic. Well, tell us about that, because I'm sure as the South Africans are listening to you, they can clearly tell. I mean, you've confirmed you are a career diplomat 30 years ago. You were first in South Africa. So you can share a lot of perspectives and sort of the changes that you have also been, in a way, um, one who has witnessed them. Let's talk about the role of a head of mission. What, when you sit down or what, when you have to engage your DG for foreign affairs, what is your vision 
for your time here in South Africa? What are the, some of the things you really want to ensure you, when you leave you have left no stone unturned? What should South Africans be excited to hear or what should they look forward to? Because this is what Representative Oliver Liao has said as the head of mission for the Taipei Liaison Office for his time here in South Africa. Well, uh, certainly I have uh, quite a lot of expectations for myself. Uh, but before I continue to uh, talk about that, if I, I may uh, try to maybe try to briefly introduce Taiwan to our listeners. Please. I think uh, I would like to describe Taiwan as a tech giant. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people know Taiwan as a major semiconductor chip supplier. So uh, in, uh, in that regard, uh, Taiwan is known as a uh, tech giant. Uh, uh, we, we, we have been uh, doing a pretty good job in ICT uh, sector. Taiwan is also a very successful model of economic development. We, uh, I think we successfully develop, develop our small and medium uh, and micro uh, economies. Taiwan is also a beacon of vibrant democracy in Asia. Uh, I think Taiwan is uh, just like the rainbow country here in South Africa. Taiwan is the, uh, the first Asian country to legalize same-sex marriage and um, in, in Asia, I mean. Taiwan also has been a very responsible stakeholder in the con uh, global community, trying to make uh, possible contribution to uh, many meaningful causes. And uh, Taiwan also is a very, just like South Africa, is a very wonderful tourist destination. Uh, if you want to go abroad and visit uh, foreign countries, Taiwan would be a very good choice of yours. Maybe we can talk uh, more about that. Oh, you better. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're dropping down an invitation like that, I'm not, and we'll never say no to that. Okay. We can certainly talk. Uh -huh. But let's talk about traditionally and even present day relations between South Africa and Taiwan. How are things looking in that regard? Okay. Um, uh, well, if, if uh, because I failed to uh, actually uh, uh, talk more about what I wanted to achieve uh, during my tenure, okay, if I may on. try to revisit uh, sure. that uh, question. I think uh, in my capacity as Taiwan's envoy to South Africa, I would like to uh, make every, every effort to further uh, strengthen our friendship and also our collaboration in every possible field. Uh, I hope that uh, in the long run, especially at the time when I wrap up my tenure as Taiwan's uh, envoy to this great nation, I'll be able, be able to say to myself and also maybe share with uh, our fellow Taiwanese and also perhaps our South African friends that I've uh, managed to make some difference in terms of our friendship and, uh, and our collaboration. Um, well, uh, trying to also respond to the later question that you just asked in terms of uh, the bilateral relations between Taiwan and South Africa. Taiwan and South Africa has a very long uh, history of uh, friendship and uh, collaboration. Uh, in terms of the, our historical background, actually South Africa was one of Taiwan's uh, closest allies in the African continent. President Nelson Mandela actually visited Taiwan in August in uh, 1993. And during his visit, he actually 
even also received an honorary doctorate degree of law from Suchow University in Taipei. That's my, that happens to be, be my alma mater. Oh, wow. And um, he also met uh, uh, with our late president, Mr. Li Denghui, uh, during his visit. And uh, in order to return uh, this uh, great visit, our former president, uh, Mr. Li Denghui, also visited uh, the Republic of South Africa when the Madiba won his election as the first president after the apartheid. Uh, and uh, in order to uh, strengthen the friendship between our two nations in 1994. Um, however, unfortunately, South Africa decided to switch its diplomatic re uh, recognition from Taipei to uh, Beijing in 1998. Um, but uh, the South Africa government, uh, in order to find a way for the two sides to continue to interact with each other in a in an appropriate yet also special way. Uh, Pretoria continue to allow our uh, government to maintain a certain level of uh, representation in this nation. And so although we uh, uh, stop to maintain a, uh, an embassy here in South Africa, in, uh, at the time when we had uh, diplomatic relations, we actually maintained an embassy and three consulate general in this nation, but after 1998, we adopted a, uh, uh, a very special uh, and new framework uh, to uh, maintain <coughs> an office called the Taipei Liaison Office in Pretoria. Currently, on top of the Taipei Liaison Office in Pretoria, we also maintain another office in Cape Town area. Uh, we try to uh, uh, conduct uh, 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 our ongoing collaboration in non-diplomatic non-diplomatic basis, but try to uh, continue to further our co uh, cooperation uh, in every possible uh, areas. Well, for those of you who are listening, I am in conversation with Mr. Oliver Liao, representative from the Taipei Liaison Office in the Taiwan Republic of China. He is the head of mission. He is just over four months in the country. It's his first radio interview here in the country, I understand. And we are very certainly proud as SAFM to have been able to secure his time from what you would imagine to be an extremely exacting schedule. Now, any question you have on Taiwan, are you looking to go to Taiwan? Many South Africans are going to Taiwan, obviously, to teach or just to take a holiday because of the tourist attractions that are there. If you have been to Taiwan, perhaps you might want to share your experiences with us. If you are a Taiwanese national and you are in South Africa, we certainly wouldn't mind hearing your perspectives on what has been said or what you would like for us to know. In other words, anybody on anything to do with South Africa, Taiwan, we certainly would appreciate your calls and comments in that regard. So please do give us a call, 86 000 or drop us a WhatsApp voice note, 0614-104-107. There are a lot of things that you've mentioned here, Mr. Liao, and I think I want to focus on the core program that is the mission here, humanitarian assistance, education, agriculture, leisure and tourism. You've certainly mentioned high-tech 
technology and something which we probably should get to know a better sense of is the state of healthcare there and how, for instance, your national health insurance works because it is something which is high on the agenda in our country, especially many South Africans, especially after COVID, would feel a sense of vulnerability and looking to ensure that health, however for granted they might have taken it before, it's not something we take for granted now. So you can share with us what the proper blueprint for the mission is and and the exchanges available. I think South Africans who are listening to this program would be interested to find out what opportunities they might have, be it in employment, be it at certainly at a commercial or economic level, as well as in opportunities to work gainfully in, in, in Taiwan. As many young people are starting to pick up on in the country, many people are leaving the country and the reasons are varied. And I would imagine Taiwan is a destination of choice for many people. Yeah, um, thank you for your question. Uh, if I may try to use an acronym, uh, HEALTH, H-E-A-L-T-H, to uh, explain our uh, endeavor here in South Africa in terms of how we try to reach out to our South African friends and also trying to further strengthen our collaboration in every possible field. So um, the first letter H, we, we have two H here. One of them stands for health, the other one stands for humanitarian assistance. If I may start to uh, shed some light on health. I think that uh, you, you uh, just rightfully pointed out that uh, Taiwan has a very uh, well-admired uh, uh, NHI, the National Health Insurance. Uh, it's a system that provides universal coverage to uh, every, uh, everyone in, in Taiwan, every citizen. Uh, well, by uh, making a uh, quite uh, limited contribution to the entire uh, national health system, actually you get covered by the government when any member of, a, of your house, household get really seriously ill. I still remember uh, when I was just a little kid, uh, if anyone uh, uh, get attracted, uh, uh, contracted with uh, major diseases such as cancer, Actually, the other family members will have to worry so much. Uh, they worry about the possibility of a going bankrupt. They worry about their failure, their um, uh, inability to provide appropriate medical care for the patient. But nowadays, after we successfully put uh, in place such a uh, the NHI, the National Health Insurance uh, System, uh, the situation has greatly changed. Um, I, with, uh, with this uh, si uh, health insurance system, our government not only tried to take uh, preventive measures to make sure that uh, our citizens would be able to get di di diagnosed with uh, uh, diseases and try to, uh, to, to start uh, uh, putting Medicare, <coughs> caring for the, uh, the, the sick, patient, but also uh, whenever someone gets really, really ill, that uh, he or she knows that, uh, uh, and the family also knows that uh, the sick patient is supported by, mm -hmm. by the entire system. So it's a very, very uh, well-admired system and very well-established system that uh, uh, quite a lot of foreign friends would uh, want to really get down to the bottom and know more about uh, how we uh, put... Uh, 
that uh, system in place. Certainly, without interrupting you, yes. um, Mr. Liao, I do want to take this call from Nyara in Pretoria. I don't know what it is that he wishes to contribute, so okay. we can certainly continue from where you left off. You focused on the benefits of the NHI that Taiwan has been able to successfully roll out for the collective benefits of ensuring social justice for all. Nyara from Pretoria, good evening. Thanks for calling SAFM. Your contribution, please. Good evening. I hope to find you all well. Thank Indeed. you for taking my call. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. Yes. Actually, um, you know, I've been to Taiwan before and I lived there for a period of two years. I really, really enjoyed it. But, you know, one thing I noticed is that many Taiwanese people haven't actually been to South Africa. And I think that they would also gain a lot from coming to visit us and learning about our culture here in Africa. So one question that I wanted to ask was that, um, uh, you know, is there any programs or any kind of initiatives to promote more Taiwanese people to visit South Africa. Fantastic, Nyara. We certainly do appreciate that. Ambassador, you got the question? This is an area uh, that I'm going to, uh, to to continue sharing my idea on, maybe at a later stage. Certainly. Well, Nyara, stay tuned, please, because we are going to address your question. Kevin from Cape Town is the second caller. Good evening, Kevin. Thanks for calling. Good evening. Uh, good evening to the ambassador. Welcome to South Africa. Good evening to the station listen, uh, listeners. Um, I would like to ask uh, the ambassador, what does he bring to the table for South Africans to give us an opportunity to come to Taiwan and to work? Um, I, I mean, uh, his mission is to come to South Africa and tell South Africans about Taiwan. Uh, but in that same space, in that same breath, I would like mm. to know, what can, can can he give to South Africans who wants to explore that endeavors, the, 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 the industries in, in, in Taiwan? So that's what I'd like to ask him about. Fantastic, Kevin. We certainly appreciate your call. What I propose is we take a break very shortly, give Ambassador an opportunity just to collect his thoughts around how he's going to respond to that, and we certainly shall until the top of the hour. International Affairs on the Viewpoint. On SAFM. Nyara called, asked a question. Kevin called, asked a question. Are you going to be the third person to engage Representative Oliver Liao in terms of Taiwan-South Africa relations at a diplomatic level? Are you looking for opportunities, as Kevin alluded to, that you perhaps might exploit? <coughs> a bigger pardon in Taiwan. Are you a teacher? I mean, there are so many South Africans who are teachers English teachers particularly, who are teaching English in Taiwan. This takes me back to one Gavin Bishop in the year 99, who was my maths teacher and rugby coach. He went to Taiwan for a couple of years, came back and was a completely different person. He nearly made, in fact, I remember him telling a story, and this is not a private story. He had a tattoo on his son, who was born in Taiwan. His son's name is Guy. Guy Bishop had a tattoo, and guess what it said? made in Taiwan. That's a lovely wow. story for how Taiwan and South Africa can yet be linked, even at the most basic and social level. It is indeed a very lovely story. Yeah. Re- reply to Nyara and Kevin, please, Mr. Liao. Yes. Um, if I may try to uh, answer that uh, maybe sometime later, but if I may try to revisit uh, the acronym HEALTH that I uh, started earlier. Uh, on top of what I said uh, in the health uh, sector, Taiwan, mm-hmm not only can serve as a good example uh, and also share our experience in terms of how we establish our national health system, uh, health in the NHI, 
But I think uh, over the past three years, because uh, the entire world has been fighting the uh, pandemic, the COVID pandemic, uh, and uh, Taiwan was also one of the, the successful model to fight with this um, global pandemic. Actually, uh, Taiwan uh, did such a great job fighting the pandemic, and uh, among the um, OECD uh, countries, and also if we try to put Singapore together, if you try to compare Taiwan with these countries, actually Taiwan ranks as the uh, sixth lowest uh, in, in among these countries uh, in terms of the, um, the, the, uh, the casualty that we, 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 we lost from this pandemic. And um, also Taiwan has been uh, uh, assisting many of our diplomatic uh, allies to come up with the negative pressure isolation rooms, also offering hundreds of millions of surgical masks uh, in, that, uh, in terms of helping our uh, other friends fighting uh, this pandemic. So uh, as everybody knows that uh, virus knows no uh, boundary, and uh, it is very important to include Taiwan to, uh, uh, so that we can all fight the uh, global pandemic such as the uh, uh, COVID-19 altogether. In this regard, I would like to urge everyone to perhaps try your best to put uh, political consideration aside and find a way to include Taiwan in the World Health uh, me Mechanism. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is really, uh, I, I think this is a very uh, pragmatic uh, approach because Taiwan is not actually asking for uh, a full membership within uh, WHO. Uh, we know that um, we we may have some uh, disagreement uh, uh, and uh, with uh, some third parties, but um, anyway, that shouldn't become a hindrance. Uh, on top of that, I uh, I think that we also uh, conduct educational uh, cooperation uh, and also a cooperation in agriculture and leisure and tourism and also trade. Uh, and uh, if I may try to come back to the question that one of the uh, listeners just posed, how to bring more Taiwanese uh, to tourists South Africa, to yeah? South Africa. You know what? Taiwanese enjoy traveling abroad. Uh, currently, uh, before the outbreak of the COVID pandemic, every year uh, we, we actually saw roughly about 4.6 million Taiwanese visiting Japan. And um, actually, you know what, the, um, the unfortunately that um, uh, in terms of our uh, Taiwanese visiting uh, this country, it's actually less than 5,000 people. Mm -hmm. uh, our statistics shows that uh, only about uh, 3,000 Taiwanese visitors visiting Taiwan and um, how to bring more Taiwanese tourism, uh, tourists to uh, South Africa, I think trying to make it easier for Taiwanese to come and visit this country. This country has got great tourism oh, We're probably talking about visa at this Mainly point. Mainly visa. Trying, yeah, because currently actually Taiwan enjoys either visa-free status or visa upon arrival, the so-called landing visa or electronic visa uh, application process from almost 170 countries. And South Africa is not and one South of them. And South Africa is one, not one We're of We're going to play them. this so clip to the Minister of this, Home Affairs. This is, and as tourism. I said to many of uh, my friends in this country, uh, 
simply trying to uh, make it easier for, uh, for our uh, fellow Taiwanese to apply for a South African visa, either accord Taiwanese with the visa-free uh, status or uh, lending visa or electronic visa. This Very is quickly, Kevin asked a question. Opportunities Kevin, in opportunities Taiwan. Opportunities in Taiwan. Okay. 30 uh, seconds. As, as my, uh, my host just uh, pointed out that uh, currently we have about 5,000 South Africans teaching English in Taiwan. I think uh, South Africans, we, uh, most of them, we found them to be very law-abiding and they are very good uh, English good teachers. Know. So uh, we welcome uh, qualified uh, teachers to, uh, so this might, might be something that you can uh, think about. Taiwan also offers quite a lot of uh, scholarship schemes for uh, South African to uh, embark on a study trip to, to Taiwan. And um, uh, also, as I said, Taiwan is a wonderful tourist destination. Uh, we also encourage South Africans to come and visit Taiwan as a tourist. Mr. Liao, thank you so much for your time. It's 2201. We could really go on for another 30 seconds. I'm so sorry I can't play this voice note simply because we do not have the time. This was a very successful first installment of international affairs with a diplomat from and within the foreign mission space and service in the country. So thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry we couldn't get everything done and dusted, but you did anticipate that because I did say time flies when you're having fun. Greg Host, apologies, my brother. 2201, everybody. Good night.